On this episode, we're talking about what having the right, in quotation, work-life balance means. I'm Lou Blazer, and you're listening to Second Breaks, a weekly show about people navigating a changing world of work, making leaps, and thriving in their chosen careers. This is episode 101. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me this Thursday or whatever day it is that you are listening to this episode. Summer has officially started in the U.S., although here in Florida, where I live, it's been it's been summer for a while. And of course, in summertime, we're mostly thinking about vacation, taking time off, unplugging, nothing to do with work, right? Working hard or working harder is rarely what's in our minds during these months. So for the next few episodes, I figure, you know, why not go with that? We're going to explore this balancing act that we all must perform between our work and everything else, between our work and our personal lives, right? Next week, I will be joined by author and leadership speaker, Kathy Burke, who recently released a book called Conquering busyness. That's B-U-S-Y-N-E-S-S. So we're going to be talking about how how we do that, how we conquer, if that's even possible in this day and age of hyper and constant connectivity, how we can conquer busyness. Uh, After that, I'm bringing back a conversation with Nick Poplovsky. Nick is a former lawyer who got tired of all the stress associated with being a lawyer and decided to pursue something that he's calling, quote-unquote, balanced hustle, which, I don't know about you, that sort of sounds like an oxymoron for me, like, because the word hustle is, you know, generally linked to work, 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 right? So that's going to be an interesting exploration of how we can, in fact, hustle and yet maintain balance. After that, it's a conversation with Ayelet Marinovich. Ayelet is a speech pathologist who works with parents and caregivers. And the conversation that I had with her was all about maximizing the limited time working parents have between work and their family. Something that, you know, you may be a working parent. And if not you, I know other listeners to this show are working parents. So this juggling act between these two priorities, being good at work and being a good parent is a constant juggle, right? So that episode is going to be relevant for you. And today, today it's just going to be me, no guests, because I want to talk about the topic of work-life balance itself. We are going to address this topic full on. And it's not about whether or not there is such a thing as work-life balance, because I know that that is a conversation out there. But rather, I want to address this from the angle of, is there even a right, quote-unquote, right work-life balance? Before we get on with the show, I just want to say thank you to all the emails and direct messages and well wishes about last week's 100th episode, which was a milestone for this podcast. I really appreciate your notes. And to Beatrice from iTunes, who said that she loves the show and she asked that I please continue 
Well, first of all, thank you for that review, Beatrice. And yes, I will continue. In fact, last week, I did share my goals for second breaks. And one of them is to continue producing this show on a weekly basis and with a commitment to make it even more relevant and valuable to you. Well, not only to you, Beatrice, but to all the listeners. After all, I am doing this for you. Okay, for me too, but really for you. So on that note... I would love to hear from you. If you've got suggestions for topics that you want me to cover, or if you've got questions for me, or if you just want to say hello and share with me, like say a book that you're reading, which is a question that I ask all the time from my guests, I would love that. In fact, I would love any and all interaction so that it's not too much of, you know, a one-way street, which is kind of like what a podcast could be, right? Me chatting with you or talking with you in your ears. So send something back. I'm sending this out to the ether and saying, hey, you, please say hello. There are several ways that we can connect with each other. Uh, You can tag me or direct message me on Instagram. You can find me at Second Breaks on Instagram. It's at Second underscore Breaks, or you can just look for Second Breaks on Instagram. You can leave a comment on the show notes. Simply go to secondbreaks.com forward slash podcasts and look for the latest episode, which should be on top of the page. Or you can do the old-fashioned email, lou at secondbreaks.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Okie dokie. All right, on with the show. I call myself a recovering workaholic. There were many times in the past when other people called me a workaholic to my face and advised me to work less, like a lot less. There was even a time when my family held an intervention and forced me to take a vacation, which ended up to be a 12-day cruise where they forbid me from bringing my laptop. You would think that I am addicted to work, which I kind of sort of was back then. Now, the funny thing is today, if you look at how I work, you might not recognize that I'm quote-unquote recovering. You might say, Lou, you still work way too much. And the thing is, I do still work lots of hours, but I don't call myself a workaholic anymore. What's changed is my relationship to my work. Joanna Penn, who you heard from episode 99, if you listen to that episode, she's one of my role models. And you know, on, on her podcast, the Creative Pen Podcast, she often says that she realizes that she works hard and that people have said that about her too, that she works way too hard. Now, Joanna is a writer. She loves to write. She loves researching the topics that she's going to write about. She doesn't mind spending lots of hours on her craft. Now, another writer, another author may not feel that way, right? But she does. So regarding this subject of work-life balance, and I know some people say that the phrase itself is a misnomer and it doesn't exist, but for now, let's just go with the phrase work-life balance, right? We're not going to argue whether to call it something else or not. We're just going to go with the phrase. My point is, it's a personal thing. Work-life balance is relative and it's a personal thing. A few days ago, Gary Vaynerchuk, a well-known entrepreneur, posted something about this on LinkedIn. He said that we should stop judging other people's work-life balance. 
and I couldn't agree more. The funny thing is that I scrolled through some of the comments. A few of them were still trying to correct Gary. Some were saying that Gary works way too much and that work-life balance is supposed to be this or it's supposed to be that, which was exactly the point of Gary's point. Work-life balance is personal. As Gary said, it's a conversation of one. There is no right or wrong. He said further, and I'm reading here, too many people judge others for spending too much time in the office or spending too much time at home. If you love working nine to five and spending the rest of the time with your family, amazing. If you love working all day and that works for you and your family, amazing. Personally, I couldn't live working just eight hours a day and I know most people couldn't live working like I do and I wouldn't expect them to. Too many people compromise their happiness because they feel like they have to conform one way or the other. At the end of the day, isn't work-life balance all about alignment? How happy are you doing the work that you're doing? Does it give you satisfaction? Do you feel good being engaged in that work? Is your work and the way that you are working that work aligned with your goals? Is it aligned with your priorities? Do the people in your life whose views matter, and that's important, those people whose views matter to you, do they agree or are they okay with it? If you answered yes to these questions, then I would say it's a win, isn't it? Work-life balance is personal. And let's avoid judging other people's work-life balance based on our definition of work-life balance or what works for us, right? The other thing is, work-life balance is also a reflection often of the phase in our life, the stage in our life that we're in. For example, Jennifer Hargreaves, who joined me here in episode 41, is a mother, and currently she works with other mothers who want to find fulfilling and meaningful careers on a part-time or flexible time basis. The women that she works with have a different set of priorities for right now. They want to be able to both do meaningful work and be the kind of parent that they want to be for their kids. A few years from now, who knows? Maybe those priorities will change, or maybe not. But for now, what's true for these mothers is that they define work-life balance consistent with where they are in their lives and what's important for them and where they want to spend their energy. I say again, work-life balance is relative and it's personal. It's actually very personal. Let's not judge or worse, shame others on how they choose to work based on our own value system. over to you. What do you think about work-life balance? Where do you find yourself in this scale? How do you define it? Do you feel that you have achieved the balance that's right for you? I want to hear from you. Tag me or direct message me on Instagram at secondbreaks on Instagram or leave a comment on the show notes. You can find the show notes at secondbreaks.com forward slash podcasts. Look for episode 101. Also in the show notes, you will find links to a couple of interesting articles, one from The School of Life titled Why Work-Life Balance 
is an illusion and it's not for the reason that you think it is. So definitely check that out. The other article is from The Atlantic on the failure of the phrase work-life balance itself. It's a good read, particularly if you are a working parent. Next week, I will be joined by author and leadership speaker Kathy Burke, and we're going to talk about how to conquer busyness. The best way to make sure that you don't miss next week's episode is to subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't yet, now is the perfect time to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're on right now. That about wraps it up for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and being with me for a few minutes today. I know this is a privilege. I never take it for granted. I hope to chat with you again next week. Until then, you know what I say. Keep on making your dent, my friend. Cool beans.